0: Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. You're listening to The Morning Mix here on RNIB Connect Radio. Now it's time to go stateside. We're off to California to speak to the gorgeous girl gone blind, Maria Johnson. How are you this week, Maria? Hey, Jill.
1: I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm very well,
0: thanks. Very well. Just, uh, you know, busy week as always. I was at the Rocky Horror Show recently with producer Rachel and some friends, so it was a bit crazy. But yeah, I've had a good week. (laughs)
1: I can only imagine Rocky Horror Picture Show. Boy, that brings back a lot of memories for me, too.
0: Oh, my goodness. Well, you'll see the pictures on uh, our Twitter page. We actually put a picture up on RNIB Connect Radio's uh, Twitter page. And Mm. you'll see it on my personal Facebook as well. So... (laughs) Anyway. <laughs> anyway listen is great to have you on the program today and uh, we're not talking walkie horror we're actually talking about being around the home as a blind or a partially sighted individual and the things that people really need to do you know that that live with you or if you're going to visit somebody you know the things to kind of help out around the home.
1: Yeah you know there are things that need to be done that you might not think about if you, you know, have full vision, that would really, really support somebody with vision loss, and and that can be anything for like decluttering and simplifying maybe a countertop. One instance is that I had an issue with a bit ago was I had a bunch of vitamin bottles and different things, prescription stuff on the kitchen counter. Well, you know, they were just all over the place. It was just a bunch of clutter. So what I did is I got a cute little basket and I organized them into this basket. And then I put it kind of in a corner where it was a little bit out of the way. So again, I decluttered and I organized it, you know, it's just simple things like that. Bathroom countertops, again, this more simple the better. Wouldn't you agree, Jill?
0: Without a doubt, Maria. And I know that it's going to be slightly different for us, you know, with regards to you being partially sighted and me being completely blind. I mean, there's there's different things that, that people need to sort of keep in mind for both of us. Uh, mm-hmm. God help them if, uh, you know, they had both of us round for dinner at the same time. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, there are things, like you say, we can do for ourselves as well. You know, I think it's one of those things that in the house... I've even cut back on things like ornaments now and too many kind of things sitting on top of my fireplace or too many things sitting on tables because see the clutter for the likes of dusting or looking for things it drives me mental so i have simplified my house as well it's not to say that you know i'm living in a minimalistic house um it's still very cozy and comfy but i think there are things you can do just to make your life a little bit easier and who wants to do more housework than they have to maria let's let's face it
1: so True. Well, and I agree, it is going to be a little bit different between you and I because of the different amount of vision we both have. Now, once you organize and get rid of some of the clutter, then comes the big point of don't move things because you think it would be better over here. Because when we come in, and this could be for for both partially sighted and blind, we expect something to be in its place. And if you move it because you thought it'd be better somewhere else, yeah, that that just doesn't work (laughs) at all. It can be anything from rearranging a countertop because you think something looks better a certain way, but then, you know, we come in and we reach for something and it's not there. And then we're trying to feel around to see where things are. It's just frustrating. It, It just really is frustrating and can be upsetting that somebody has kind of upset the organization, if you will, of... Of items. So don't move things. Wouldn't you agree on that one too, Jill?
0: Oh, Maria, honestly, do you know? I remember uh, having friends around for dinner. And at the end of the night, you know, I was clearing the table and this friend of mine helped me and put something up near where I kind of have my coffee jar, but moved the coffee jar. But she mm. moved it so close to the edge that i ended up knocking it over it smashed it was a glass jar that smashed onto my kitchen floor now it happened to be the next day so i was on my own and i was left to just clear up all these coffee granules the glass Mm -hmm. everything and you know I was actually in tears i mean talk about you know the little things in life that kind of make yeah. you snap you know i can go through yeah. major illness uh deal with you know grief and all that kind of stuff the minute it comes to you know dropping a jar of coffee i am a complete and utter basket case that really upset me and it frustrated mm-hmm. me because i thought if i could see this wouldn't have happened um and yeah. you know i don't usually think that way but it's at times like that when you're on your hands and knees and you're getting glass in your knees and glass in your fingers and there's nobody there to help mm. you pick it up, that, that it just becomes a real nightmare.
1: Yeah, it absolutely. I have just last week, for some reason, it was all about spilling my coffee. Like literally I did it probably four times. And I would knock it over almost in the same place on the counter. And it would go under under things, the blender and the coffee maker and all under. So you have to, you have to move everything to really clean it up. And I must've done it, like I said, three or four times. I thought, what is, is there a full moon? What is going on? (laughs) And I did, I learned my lesson the first time. No. Second, no. Third, no. Finally, I'm like, just don't put your coffee right there. Cause obviously it's kind of a more of my workspace, if you will, on the countertop. And I just don't think that way. You know, it's been, you know, a little over four years. I just don't think that way sometimes for myself that it's going to be a problem. And yeah, I have been extremely upset because I'm angry at myself. I am angry at, you know, the vision loss. And I'm angry that I wasted coffee. I mean, let's be real. That's the real problem. It's funny you say
0: that because the other day, I remember I had this bottle of water. I'm really trying to drink more water, Maria, and it's hellish. Um, But I had this open bottle of water and I was going to snap the cap back on it. And I thought, oh, no, it'll be fine. I'm not going to knock it over because I've put it there and I know where it is. Completely forgot, knocked over within about 30 seconds. And you know something? I just wanted to get up and walk out my front door and keep walking. Because I thought, you know, why didn't I just close the cap? I really Mm -hmm. was so angry at myself. But I tell you, it's not just myself I've I've been angry at before. I've been angry at other people for kind of leaving things in my way. Now, I know nobody would ever do it intentionally to hurt me deliberately. But one example i i bought a treadmill i know don't laugh uh about (laughs) (laughs) about a year ago i remember going into the bedroom and saying to the guy that delivered it can you just put it up against the wardrobe so that i don't fall over it and he's like yeah no no problem at all anyway he kind of left it in the middle of the floor i Mm. went in later uh forgetting it was there and not even thinking that it would be in the middle of the room tripped over Mm it catapulted my head off the end of the footboard which is wooden and bust my eyebrow open Oh I my I was in so much agony and really upset because if anything it was the shock of not realizing it was there because I genuinely thought it was up against my wardrobe so you know mm-hmm. there are things like that you've got to be really careful with
1: yeah and you know you're going full speed it's not like you're even slowing down because you know the treadmill's there. You're walking full speed, so even more of a fall accident, going at a regular walking speed, I've done that with a ladder in my house. There was a wooden ladder, and again, I knew it was there, but I'd left the room, You know, did four more things, grabbed a couple things. You know, I'm always multitasking, which is probably part of my problem, and I literally just ran right into the ladder, fell you know it you know I just had knee surgery so I was talking about excruciating yeah and I was like oh my gosh I knew it was there so I was kind of mad at myself because I knew it was there but I couldn't see it so you know things like that I mean these accidents and hopefully we are never in a accident that you know is really really bad because we didn't see something but you know it is big objects as well You know, one thing that my husband did was we have a step that you have to step up to to get to my front porch and then the front door. And I always had to walk really slow. And then I would kind of kick it, like, okay, there's the step. And then I'd, you know, do the big, you know, horse gallop up the step and, you know, make sure I was up on the next platform, if you will. And it was a pain. So we put white reflective tape. Again, it's contrasty, so I can see it right at the edge of the step. And now I just walk up, I can see there's a strip there, and I just step, you know, at normal speed, not a problem. So, you know, little things like that, again, for partially sighted, stairs and, you know, hallways, keeping things clear, I mean, I guess that could go for, you know, folks who are totally blind as well. But, you know, if you can add contrast to anything, then, you know, that can work really, really well for folks with partial sight. Oh,
0: without a doubt. And I I think another thing that's important is to have a rule in your house. Either all doors are kept open or all doors are kept closed. Now, even Mm. though I can't see I like all my doors open so that light is going from room to room. So, you know, I can't see any light, but it makes a difference to me for somehow in my head, if that makes any sense at all. So I like all my doors to be open. See if a door is half shut. I just walk into it and Mm -hmm. I end up cracking my eyebrow. It's always my eyebrow. Always my eyebrow. I've always got a lump in my eyebrow (laughs) from cracking it off a door. And I just think, oh, my God. And if you're going to make the rule that the door is always to be open, don't close the door behind you. I actually <laughs> I actually have yeah. cleaners that come in once a week. And I remember mm. at first they would come in and I'd come home from work and they would have been in and gone. And I would go to walk into my bedroom and go smack into the door because every room they cleaned, they would then close the door behind them. So, mm. you know, not their fault. I had to explain to them, oh, can you leave the doors open just so I don't walk into them? Because if that door you're usually expecting it to be open you're gonna fly into it and I do it I still do you know if somebody doesn't realize and they close the door that's me I'm you know nose first into the door honestly I've got a permanent crease across the top of my nose from walking into doors
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm laughing even more so with you of course because I just did that the other night you know middle of the night I had to go to the bathroom so I get up and when it's dark no lights are on I mean I am totally night blind. I mean, it's, it's way worse. You know, I'm kind of feeling I have one hand out feeling like, okay, don't walk into the wall, you know, and kind of go around and I go full speed right into the door of the bathroom. (laughs) So I wake my husband up. He's like, what, what just happened? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Go back to sleep and fine. But I mean, <laughs> it's a pretty loud noise when you walk right into a door. It's, you know, inside, I'm cussing myself. And then you go to sit down, and somebody didn't put the toilet seat down, you know, it's all up. Oh, that's and, you know, always then a you pleasure. Fall in, oh my gosh, seriously, <laughs> right? So it was a double double the other night. I was like fuming by the time. Not but that, you know, it's bad. not. It's
0: not just the fact that you really fall in. It's the fact that you sit down and it's freezing cold because it's the middle of the night. And, you know, <laughs> it's freezing cold. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, but- these things all happen to me, too. And I swear, I am not one for keeping my mouth shut. Like, the whole street that I live on will hear mm-hmm. if I bash into a door in the middle of the night or sit in a cold <laughs>
1: seat. So uh, be warned. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, if I slam the toilet seat lid down, bam, and I've heard, I've heard somebody from another room going, sorry, because <laughs> I just slam it. So, you know, I go, so you guys, you cannot do that I mean I almost have to go and f- now feel is the toilet set up is it closed what's going on you know and I don't want to do that but it does save me from <laughs> practically drowning in it but um this is kind of what it's like not kind of it is what it's like if I had no vision because it's just dark there's just just everything's dark and I think gosh and the think, like well how would I do this? You know, when I just move around with my hands just to make sure I don't hit the wall. I mean, things like that. Um, and God forbid there should be anything in the way, like a chair or a box or, you know, the Amazon box that came two days prior, still sitting in the middle of the pathway. So you never know. You just have to be very careful on both sides, not just the person who has the sight loss but the people who live in the home with you they have to be cognizant of what they're doing just as much as we do do you
0: know i really
1: hate when people leave
0: a toilet lid up as well like if you're going to put the seat down put the lid down as well one you're keeping the germs in because a fine mist that you cannot see comes out of the loo when you flush it which goes oh, all over gosh. your toothbrush incidentally um <laughs> So put the lid down, yeah. because you know what I do? If my husband forgets to put the lid down, I'll go in for a shower. I'll throw my pajamas on top of the toilet, thinking uh, the lid's down. And then when I go to grab them, my pajamas are down the toilet. And I just, it makes oh. me want to tear my hair out and then his. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So. I'd, um, be li-
1: I'd be livid. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and don't start me on if you throw your phone... You know how you, sometimes you go in to brush your teeth, stick your phone on top of the loo? And uh, I've done that before and dropped it right down the toilet because it's so... Let down, let down all the time.
1: That's right. That is, you know, it's just better that way for everybody. You know, relationships. You know, you know the lives of the people you live with. You know, that kind of thing. Can you imagine yeah. citing the grounds for divorce to a, a lawyer. <laughs> he never put the lid down. I'm sick of it. I'm just sick of it. <laughs> One more thing that I want to mention, because I know we, we're gonna wrap this up, is lighting. Is for people who are partially sighted is I think is important enough to like touch on. but when you know you have windows in the house and the sunlight is coming in very strongly, you know maybe late afternoon, you know the glare can be really, really uncomfortable. So keep in mind that maybe certain uh, curtains can be drawn or blinds can be shut. But at the same time, you can also feel like a room is really dark because there's no lights on. To everyone else, it's fine. They're like, it's not that dark. And I'm like, yes, it is. Turn a light on. So, you know, turn on a few lights if it's a little bit better for the person with the sight loss to feel like it's light enough for them. Just be, again, cognizant of that's why we're asking to sit on a certain side and don't fight us about it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> just, you know, just let <laughs> us do it, you know. Just, or in the, in the meantime, take note. Like, oh... You know, Maria would like probably sit on this side because it's facing away from the window. Like, ah, oh, yes, ding, 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 ding. You know, so you know that lighting can be um, an issue um, for some levels of sight loss. So I just wanted to throw that in because you know, just. Just let me sit where I'm going to sit, please. <laughs> well, Princess Maria,
0: <laughs> we yes, shall leave it yes, there. It's is, yes. is okay for us to go now, Maria, is it?
1: <laughs> yes, it is. Thank you for being <laughs> being aware of that. Yes, thank you. <laughs>
0: oh, you're so very welcome. Listen, it's always great to catch up with you, Maria. I love our chats. I really do. And obviously, I love your blogs as well. Now, if anybody wants to get hold of your blogs,
1: how can they do so? They can find my blog at girlgoneblind.com. They can find me on Facebook at Girl Gone Blind and on Twitter at girl underscore gone underscore blind.
0: Maria Johnson, our very own Girl Gone Blind. We shall speak to you again next week here in the Morning Mix. Thank you so much for joining us and have a good one. Oh, thank
1: you, Jill. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.
0: For more downloads like these, visit
1: rnibconnectradio.org.uk slash podcasts.